Welcome to another episode of Neon Radio Podcast. I'm Reese. I'm Dan. Welcome to K Billy Sounds. <laughs> 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 I forgot about that. I'm Declan. <laughs> this week, so uh, random, eh? so cool, <laughs> the best. Um, this week, we're uh, reviewing Reservoir Dogs. This is the first in our run of the Quentin Tarantino filmography. Yes, so cool. Good old Tarantino from the, from the coolest cat in cinema. Some would say. Um, but is he? That is. He is, yeah. <laughs> um, written and directed by Quentin Tarantino. Originally saying on the the script, front of the script, uh, to be written and uh, written and to be directed by Quentin Tarantino. Mm-hmm. The only one of his scripts that originally said now, that. Now, is there a reason behind that? Uh, well, for ex- for example, True Romance was the first film he wrote. That's right. And then. Uh, when he made that one, he was like, he must do this film. Like, he must direct it. Yeah. But yeah, glad he went with this one. A mm. um, little bit of a... Uh, you are right? Yeah, just... Uh, itchy? Yeah. Itchy? A uh, little bit of uh, some info about the film. Obviously, I, there's not really much to say here because it wasn't really written or directed by anyone else but him. Yeah. And also, uh, there was, though, uh, some stuff done by Roger Avery. Um, some radio dialogue, mm. which was that the guy that did the actual K, background? Yeah, <laughs> was that actually him? I think it was someone else. Isn't that the comedian with the yeah, curly hair? Yeah, that's who I thought. The black curly hair. Yeah. 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 Anyway, um, <clears throat> a spoiler warning: we do spoil the plot of the film, um, and uh, if you haven't seen it, go out and watch this movie like right now. Like mm. this is a fantastic film, and come back and listen to us break it down. Declan, I start with you this time. Yep, very Initial well. thoughts on Reservoir Dogs. Yeah, uh, this it's funny. This movie actually kind of holds like a special place for me because um, I'd seen it. Dad sort of introduced me to it when I was young. Mm-hmm. But then I remember when I was in about year nine or year 10 at high school, um, my my uncle was a actor in the local theater scene. Okay. And they actually uh, they actually did a production of Reservoir Dogs. Oh. Um, at, 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 uh, I can't remember what the theater was called, but it's where... Um, the the uh, Dan Murphy's and stuff is now. There used to be a there used to be like a little oh, okay. theater yeah, dance I know that. Yeah, um, and this works really well as a stage play. This is because <laughs> it all takes place in one room basically. Yep, one of the that. things I yep. literally wrote on place. my thing was well, it's two rooms. Yeah, this is a really good theater show. Yeah, and it was it was re- <laughs> it was really cool to watch as a stage play and actually made me want made me go and watch the movie again. And I've always had a bigger appreciation for it since then. Mm. Uh, and my uncle played he played Mr. Blonde. <laughs> so, oh really? Okay. Yeah, he's re- he's really good. Best character. It was a very div like it was it was cool because he was actually Vic like Vega. he okay. was actually a really yeah. good actor. He's he is a really good actor, but just yeah. too stubborn to. Um, just too stubborn to sort of work with other people and stuff like like right. work with other actors really well and he was really good at what he did but um he doesn't like uh systematic establishments right. if i can say it. like so yes yeah yeah he doesn't it's like hard for him to make that bigger leap hierarchy exactly right. yes and yes yeah scheduling um, and stuff like that and but all if, that. if you listen to bruce you're good uh, <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> that's a backhanded comment no it was, it's not he's really good I put him in my first short film that I did okay. everything. Yeah, he was good. he's easy to work with with directors and stuff like that he yeah. just doesn't like the corporate side of things speaking of oh. movies when are we making one <laughs> um, it's some ideas actually but so but this I really I really like uh, movies that are a simple premise executed to perfection which I think this for me is mm-hmm. um, and like young cast 
Harvey Cattell was really behind it and everything. Oh my god! Um, Steve Buscemi is really good. Oh my god, yeah. he's awesome. Uh, yeah. and, I wish uh, he does more. Like he did continue doing more serious roles. Yeah, yeah. he did Boardwalk Empire for a bit, but and, and Michael Madsen, he's Mister yeah. Bond. He's Michael yeah. Madsen is uh, Mister Bond. Yeah. Michael Madsen plays Michael Madsen so well. Yeah, he does. <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah, that's true. That's yeah. what it is in this movie. But yeah. he's always. Yeah. I, one of my it's notes. One of my big notes in it is Michael Madsen would play a really cool Elvis. Yeah, he would actually. <laughs> yeah, he looks hey, like Elvis. Yeah. You know, um, uh, the boss's son. What's his name? The curly haired guy. Nice guy, Eddie. Sean yeah. Penn's brother. Yeah, for Penn's brother. Man, he is like. Uh, Do you know uh, who he is? Exactly who he reminded me of? Seth. Jonah Hill. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, that's He's Hill, exactly sorry. Jonah Hill. I, I kept thinking. Mixed up. I've kept thinking, remake this movie and put yep. Jonah Hill in it. Exactly <laughs> what I was thinking. He's like if Jonah Hill was crossed with Joe Pesci. <laughs> I, do, I, I 100% like a no, I honestly it, I man. honest to God at times and my girlfriend was, said the same thing him. we thought it was Jonah Hill yeah. I was like I keep thinking that's Jonah, Jonah Hill, Hill. Yeah. and the son in Grand Theft Auto yes yeah. do, do you know what's funny though about this movie and I don't know if you got these Reese, but I think they paid a lot of homage to it like but um, Vice City and GTA 4 there's Vice so City, much so much from Vice oh, so much so going much, on yeah. it's like very similar in sound because even Tommy Vercetti, I know that it was based a lot, like Ray Liotta did the voice and everything for it, but I think it's really yeah, based off of, of Mr. Blonde. Yeah, a lot of Madsen. Especially that scene when he comes in out of jail, like that's like the opening scene of Vice yeah. City. It's, it's um yeah this this basically this movie is like incredibly influential. Yeah. Um, yeah, super. yeah, a heist yeah. movie where you don't even see the heist. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. Yeah, yeah, they do that a lot though. Like in um, is it Ronan where they well you see a heist but you don't know what's in the. Yeah. I like how they just don't show things. Like what's mm. in the briefcase and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's that's the well, that's the MacGuffin. Yep, that's right. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah I agree with Declan. That's I felt the MacGuffin was the heist. Yeah, <laughs> I'll, I'll actually even say further. I think this is like at least in my top three of Tarantino's films. Like to me, like mm. yeah. nothing, But I say this. This is going to sound this is harsh be when I say it. We're doing them all. I know this is going to sound harsh when I say it, but I just know oh, looking yeah. forward that at, at some point. It's not exactly in because it's a mixed match of things, but for me, it's almost like diminishing returns at some point after this movie because I really love this one. There's something about this one. Okay. Yeah, we do yeah. have to. Um, we're going. I'll do a ranking. I, yeah, we're going to do yeah. a ranking. Yeah. I want to do a ranking. Yeah, well, definitely. I'm doing for each one. I mean. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, we can't do it for this one. It's number one. At so the far. end, I'll do a <laughs> ranking of all of them. We do. Oh, oh yeah, we'll, I mean, do, we'll, we'll do we'll like a, 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 score. a score as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I agree with you, man. It's uh this feels like to me uh, uh like a pro version of a person's first film mm. yeah yeah i got that vibe and 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 real low budget you don't notice it but it just freaking works and i think this is where um i just think as tarantino's movies progress i think the dialogue gets better and better mm. in certain scenes and they become more fuck that's a tarantino Scene. Yeah, this is definitely more natural, isn't it? Yeah. The dialogue. Yeah, it's and lesser, it feels yeah. um. You're gonna bark all day, dog. Yeah, yeah. and bite. I enjoy. <laughs> you can you can see that he's got the directing chops here as well. Um, the way he tells where the, where the camera's gonna go. Oh my god, yeah. But the, yeah, the blocking is just so. The good. technicality of the whole thing. Mm. Yeah, is even um, just like so when you're walking out to out of the shed, the car yeah, to, to the, the car. car, it's just that one shot. But even choice, the choice that like. He can see this movie straight ahead. Like, mm. he can see it because his choice to walk out, cut the music, yep. go to the car. It's, and he's still dancing to the car. Yeah. And then, it's so oh, good. And, you can be, and just the sounds of suburbia that you can hear, like yeah. kids playing and stuff when this like horrible, horrific torture is happening yeah. inside yeah. this shed. Man, like, 
Yeah. 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 And, uh, you know, the little twist at the end. Because um, this, I've only seen this movie bits and pieces. I yeah. thought I watched it before. But, yeah, I didn't. I think it's a movie that you, uh, well, maybe because you've only seen it in bits and pieces, but it's sort of one of those ones where you, when you're watching it, you remember the first time you watched it because mm. of the way that the plot unfolds. Yeah. Uh, like, I remember my dad showing it to me for the first time mm. and just being like, I just remember going, like, what's going on? <laughs> yeah. What, what, is, what is happening? He's they, like, just what, wait, just wait, you know, because yeah. I'm too young to understand about patience and, like, I'm, yeah. you know, you're yeah. like, why are they telling me this stuff? You yeah. know, because you do. Yeah, especially you know. if you're watching it with someone else that's already seen it. It's like, yeah. why do they do this? What is this? Just, but it's also like the magic of movies was mm. still like, uh, it's just it was, it was like an infinite world like yeah. anything could happen in now i'm yeah. older and i've done if you were to watch this now, i know about the three act structure and the way that like things callbacks and things like that yeah, yeah. if you kind of killed this. the magic a bit for yeah. me from being honest yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you watch this now it would feel so simple yeah yeah, yeah. well it's it's simple but it's it's clever the way that so, he weaves the plot though it is yeah. clever it's so good and it's a movie you can re-watch i think mm. yeah um even just the even just the opening scene when they're in the the restaurant talking about oh my god that's one of the, but that's classic that yeah. is absolutely yeah. seminal that, talking that's about rude shit that's Tarantino's yeah. creepiness coming through yeah. I, I love that yeah, the whole like a virgin thing <laughs> yeah. for the first time. see that's what I talk about it's just crazy shit yeah. I just love it so the, I'll dick, go from dick, one extreme to the other yeah <laughs> that's a lot of, um, how much dick the, is that a the, lot <laughs> and the famous tip thing and uh, adult tip you know yeah feel that um. Yeah, but other than that, I think it's a, yeah, it's a good, uh, it's a great first movie for him. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and I think he's well. And now we're doing this. What, 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 fifteen, twenty years later? Yeah. You know, he's proved himself. He's a he's a bloody awesome director. Do you reckon? Yeah. Huh? Do you reckon he's good? Oh yeah. I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> Look, uh, I'm joking. I, yeah, no, I'm saying he's. If if you're thinking of, do you trust of, um, him? <laughs> if you, yeah, if you're thinking of. Uh, uh, Famous directors of all time. Yeah, you got your Spielberg, you got your Kubricks, oh, yeah. mm-hmm. and I think I think you got to add Tarantino. See, to this this, this so, is yeah. in a set. Um, sorry to interrupt, no, but right. this is in like a set run of people at that time. Like we can't forget at the same time. You said there was can't really American just then. Did I? <laughs> you went can't. Oh, no. I didn't even notice. <laughs> sorry. Also, well, <laughs> we can't forget I that. You were going to um, say uh, Smith, Rodriguez. Link yes. later. Yes. Even kind of Del Toro was dipping his toe at this time. Yep. P- PTA. PTA. Yeah. I mean, these were all the people of that generation, mm. but who is our head honcho? Mm. Honestly, kind of Tarantino did rule the roost and still yeah. does uh, rule the roost now. I, yeah, that's... Um, he is the one that's made at the moment ma- most mainstream. Yes. But I, I, yeah, I, I honestly, when I we get into the later part of his career, have, have problems with him. Yeah, uh, well, there's definitely, but we'll, we can go to that when we yeah. get to it. Uh, yeah. I love his last movie. Yeah, you, you're really I, I think, except, except I do, for I, a few of them. That's going to be my once upon a time in Hollywood's going to be in my top three now. I spoil it for you right okay. now. I think I think it's back on level with this one where he's restrained. Well, I think he gets too out there yeah. and too he's. I'll be honest with you right now. If you listen to interviews with him around um, Django Unchained and Hateful Eight period, his head is so far up his own ass, man. <laughs> He's so full of himself. He does go some places there. Yeah. I'm gonna. Oh, that comment. Yeah, it's fair enough. But yeah, well, I'm not gonna I, talk about the movies. I'm gonna try and keep I'm, it. I'm interested to see your list now because I want to do a list. I'll do now. a list today. Yeah, I'll do yeah, a list. Yeah, and then okay. I want to see the change. All right. Yeah. Well, why don't we all do that? Yeah, for sure. Okay. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a super big change. I can see it already. Yeah. I think we're all gonna change up with it. Okay. Um. Yeah. Was that? 
That was yours? Yeah. Done? Yeah. We should also thoughts? say though, you you like like me to Paul Thomas Anderson, you're a massive Tarantino fan. Uh, but I, but I'm also I really love Rodriguez. I know you do, but and, you but you do but yes, you really, yes, really, really like Tarantino. Like Tarantino. Actually, hey, while we're on that. Every time I watch it, I'm getting enjoyment. Yeah. While we're on that, who who are the stars of today's directors? What do you mean? Like you got okay, you got your your Kubrick, Spielberg. Uh, go even further back. Danny Villeneuve. Den- uh, oh yeah, well, I'd I say Denny? definitely. Uh, oh, the star directors of now, oh, of today's age, yeah. Oh, definitely Villeneuve. Yeah. Nolan. Yes. Um, um, oh, geez, what's his name? That did um, uh, La La Land and um. Oh yeah! Oh my god! Uh, Whiplash. He's so good. He's yeah. really good. He's um, good. Yeah. The young. He's so young. <sighs> I'm as sorry, well. Damien ja- Damien Chavelle. Yes. Yeah. Chavelle. He, uh, and even what First Alex Man was Ga- amazing. He's Garland? really good. Is he the one? Is he which one? Alex Garland. Yeah, he's um. Ex-Mark he started as a writer. Guy. Yeah, he's really good. Yeah. Alex yeah. Garland is really good. Yeah. But they're not like, I think Villeneuve, Villeneuve and uh, Nolan are probably the mainstream ones. Well, what about Inuatu and um, yeah, but I don't think they're mainstream. And I think they are. Like if you ask a kid, he's a oh, no. Well, I don't I mean? think I don't think Tarantino was mainstream until now. Unless it, I guess if you're a film buff, you. I think that, Tarantino well, is like. Do you know what Tarantino is? And it's, it's it's good for cinema that he is this. But sometimes it's <laughs> this is me being pretentious. It's annoying for me when you know so much more about cinema that when people go, "Oh, you're into movies. Do you like Quentin Tarantino?" <laughs> Yeah, do you know I what know I mean? What like, mean, and yeah. I, I do like Quentin Tarantino. I think he's amazing. When I'm saying his head is, is so far up his own, <laughs> yeah. it is it's, well, it's everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Um, like when <laughs> I say his Instagram head is so far up his own, like Quentin Tarantino. <laughs> <laughs> when I say um, his head was up his own ass. Don't get me wrong. I still, I still enjoy the hate flavor. Like it, it, all of these movies that we do in this run wouldn't if i was to score them they'll never be below a seven yeah you know what i mean like pretty they're much great. Yeah. like just talking about it now just gives me a smile yeah, yeah. like yeah. like i said on on, so on, on, this, sh- on like. this on this show we're like sort of trying to discuss movies at a higher level so i, I try to be as nitpicky as i can mm. in some and then sometimes yeah. i just go full fanboy and i can't even hear any criticism <laughs> whatsoever of things yeah. which is a character flaw of mine but <laughs> um yeah. like Ooh, that's self-analyzing ourselves now that's what i was doing yeah it's true um but, I guess everyone's like that. Yeah. yeah. But so that that for me is it's always like, yeah, I do like Quentin Tarantino, but there's so many other people to pick from in the bag. But it, it, yeah. And I get frustrated with that, but I shouldn't. It's nice that he has made that leap yeah. where he's kind of like the indie mainstream. Mm-hmm. He's kind of in his world. He's kind of in a realm of his own, really. Yeah, because there's, no one, there's no one like him. He's he's like well, this indie dude that opens in mainstream cinemas, you know, like... He yeah. was also he's also this guy that everyone has tried to emulate at some point in time yeah. that is a filmmaker. Yeah. And the only person that can be Tarantino is Tarantino. Yeah, they can't emulate and him. Just yeah. like Michael Bay is Michael Bay. <laughs> it's that's true. Well, I would, I would argue, say I, I would that actually, we can always get a new Michael Bay. I would argue that Michael Bay is derivative of Steven Spielberg. True. Actually, yeah, even <laughs> yeah. in a lot of ways. Yeah. But I'd say even JJ is similar. Yeah. Derivative. Oh, 100% JJ's. JJ's a better derivative of Spielberg. Even though I bag him out from time to time, he's way better than Michael Bay. Yeah, yeah, I I understand what you're saying. It's like when Tarantino's that guy or one of a few directors where, you know, uh, he's accessible to everyone. Mm. And therefore, having a conversation with someone about Tarantino becomes something that is, you can have. You can have that conversation. The problem is, is that. I think we go that step further where we, we talk about Tarantino to someone and they go like, ah, we love this movie. And you're like, yeah, but it's not his best. And then, yeah. and then you can talk about it and then people feel attacked. Yeah. But you're like, no, no, yeah. no, no. no. Yeah. I don't mean it in that Look, way. Because I think that's going to happen in, by, in one yeah, of these episodes. But <laughs> by, by not his best, I mean that 
it's so fucking good, but just not as fucking good as yeah. that one. Like, so, you know what I mean? And I think we've got to kick that in the back of our mind. To, to, yeah. to, to say about that you say is that mining stuff, here's a, here's a, here's a flip on it from, from me. Uh, a lot of the guys were going, well, not ones that I talk to all the time and stuff. Just, uh, you'd for, hear, for new listeners, Declan works in the mines. Yeah. His other job. Um, you'd hear people saying, oh, I saw that once upon a time in Hollywood at the movies. Mm. And I'd be like, oh, what did you think of it? They're like, Shit. They, yeah. they hated it. Yeah. And I was like, oh, what? And they're like, is like, they're like nothing happens. My parents hated it. Nothing happens. Did you I'm find like, that offensive? I, find I was it just offensive. like, I, 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 when I, with well, that though, I try to explain angry. to people, I go, okay, but did did you not feel the whole time just like tense? Like, were you not like, what was what's going to happen? Because it's building and they were like, yeah, but then nothing kept happening. I was like, yeah, but then the end was like balls to the wall insane. Yeah, and they were like, they're like, yeah, but it, it wasn't until the end. And I'm like, yeah, but that's, that's the, the point. point. <laughs> you, if you felt dread through the whole movie and then you felt a release, then you you, then he succeeded CBD, because yeah. that's what he was trying to do What's and they're the, like Mugez. Yeah. <laughs> I can't come back from that nah. yeah, yeah. yeah but it is yeah it's hard because you, it, to look at it from a, a normal person's standpoint like mm. e- an everyday watcher uh, you, you see it and you go well I can see how an everyday watcher can find it boring yeah but the problem is is that if you set yourself back a moment which not many people do mm. uh, and look at it, it and you go wow Mm. someone decided that this is the route that they took mm. and I had an emotion to it. I felt something to yeah. these films. Yeah. And that's with everything, even Hateful Eight. There are moments in Hateful Eight where we'll get to it. I felt like I'm like, man, can we just, can we pull yeah. ahead? I fucking love but that. That's going to be an interesting rewatch for me because yeah. I've, I've only so seen long. it the one time love at the movie. cinema in 70, I saw it in 70 mil at the cinema. It was the oh, one time I saw it with the intermission and everything. So. Yeah, it's not going to be the same. Oh, but that's, why do you think I haven't yeah, rewatched like, it? I've, I've watched all these other movies about five times each, and I've never watched oh, that one again. Because you feel like, well, it, in a way, Hateful Eight is the successor to Reservoir Dogs. Uh, if you think about it, it is set yeah. in one location. Yep. Yes. Yep. And in all retrospect, it was going to be something he was going to do as a theatre show. Man, yeah. a cinematography. Uh, if, oh, how, but you oh, see, man. but that's just where he's gone. He went too far into his own head with that movie in but, my I, opinion. but I will say that there's two <laughs> yeah but it's so good they're all good man there's two only two scripts I've ever read from Tarantino and that was before they were released mm. got my dirty little grubby mitts on them before I was supposed to is this before you were um, eating brisket that's that's it <laughs> but um, and uh, that, that was Django and Hateful Eight mm. and I can tell you as written scripts they're better I mean, I don't want to go into like the whole well, like the yeah. book is better than the the movie thing, but with but I can, Django, I can talk about these later because yeah, yeah. We'll, yeah. Okay. we will. We I'll will. say one more thing and then we can move into um, yeah, then we, we can move into, into the, the actual discussion. <laughs> yet again, but yet again, see, this is the thing. But I was going to say a good quote to tag what you just said. Yeah, and it's by a controversial figure, but it's a good quote. Woody Allen yeah. said that um, a movie or a story will always be the best that it can ever be in your own head. Mm. And yes. from then, it's just how little you ruin it every yep. step of the way. Yeah, pretty man, much. A, yeah. So that works. Yeah, yeah. that happens to me every yeah. episode of these things. Score all the time. <laughs> <laughs> it's like shit. But but um, you know, I, I, I'll preface all of Tarantino's movies. I don't think we're ever gonna say that any of these movies are shit. No, there is I nothing say here that. that is trash. And I think that's what I'm so excited to get into them with. Mm. You know, it's gonna be good. Um, but. Uh, 
Did I do mine? Yeah, I did. Yeah, we pretty just much. sort of did we a pretty big, much covered yeah. it. We did a we big like it. conglomerate <laughs> blob. Yeah. Yeah. We sort of shot our opinions in the gut and bled them all out over the floor. Oh. If you want a Reservoir Dogs <laughs> reference, that's that kept. I watched this with my girlfriend, and yeah. that kept it because she kept. She works in health. Oh, has she seen this? Have seen it before? No, she didn't like it. She doesn't like things that don't have a. Uh, like progression. A, no, not progression. Like a like a definitive resolution. Really? Oh, okay, yeah. She doesn't like open ended things. That's yeah. why we finished behind her eyes because she really wanted to watch it. And right. I, when I predicted what the ending was going to be, I was like, "You're going to fucking hate the ending Did of this show because I know what it's going to be." And she's like, "What? What? What?" And I'm like, "I told her what I thought it'd be, and then that's what it was." And she was like, "Oh, <laughs> 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 oh shit!" And then that's what when this one ended, and she was just like, "She's like, what is he?" He's just going to shoot him. Well, and he's dead too. I hate this movie. Like, that was just instant. <laughs> but you also kind of, you you kind of do and don't know if he shot him or not. He definitely so, shot him because yeah, there's a gunshot. I mean, yeah. There is a, an initial gunshot and then... And that guy was not right. surviving. But that what was no. annoying was when we were watching it, she's just like, she just kept going, he would be so dead. Like, there's so <laughs> much blood that he's lost on the floor. There's no way he's still oh, alive. Yeah. Oh, yeah, but Tarantino and then, likes it. I know that, yeah. but then oh, I was just like... Get to watch Kill she Bill. kept saying it and saying it. I went, can you please just stop... <laughs> <laughs> pointing that out and just watch yeah. the movie and then, and then when he gets shot again in the big shootout she's like what is happening he's still alive and I was like stop it <laughs> my, he's important to the plot <laughs> my, I'll tell you this funny thing my grandfather when I watch a movie with my grandfather he you can't you has to be like a drama yeah. or something because if it's something like for example do not ever put in front of him something like Fast and the Furious movies yeah. <laughs> Once you see something jump, like a car jump across ah, into another that's building, bullshit. that's it. Yeah. The first thing out of his mouth, bullshit. Yeah. You hear it in, in the room. That's the, F, that's the ethnic mentality. Yeah. Man, I've seen you, it the, whole, the whole cinema goes quiet and yeah. all you hear is him going, bullshit. In the fucking cinema. I'm like, amazing. You know? So anyway. Hey, before I forget, because yes. I had this thought before I forgot it, and it's come back to me. I would really love Tarantino to do a horror movie yeah I've, I've talked about this with yep. you before it it would be cool to see him tackle something like that or at the very least like a Texas Chainsaw Massacre I'd, I'd love well he was going to do that a while ago but um, I would have loved to have seen him do uh, a write, just write one just write one yeah, well, he, because I think he yeah. could hand it off to lots of very capable directors um, I, you know, and we've seen that with stuff like um, oh, what if he did with from Dust Till Dawn which Alex, pretty much Alex, is his yeah. his horror movie yeah, he wrote it but that's too. But that's how he would do a horror yeah. movie. That's a, that, that's that's a Tarantino horror movie. No, I want, I want my more like. Um, heck, sorry. <laughs> I want my more like. Uh, uh, once upon a time in Hollywood, when Brad Pitt goes into that house. That man, oh, okay, to yeah, me, yeah. Was that felt like form horror. of like this, like a serial killer type yeah. of that was cool. tension. Oh, so yeah. good, yeah. But. Reservoir Dogs. Yes. Yes. Let's get into it. Yes. Anyway, cheers to uh, <laughs> Sorry, just... the Tarantino uh, run. <laughs> chin, chin, chin. Yeah. <laughs> to the beginning. <laughs> what was this? Salute. <laughs> oh my god! Everyone, Man, we on, when we're on listings, like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> Talking through his teeth. You don't think of like his bug eye. Yeah, like he's, he's got, got those big bug eyes. Yeah, he in, um, crazy family, eyes. family Guy when they did that thing where his oh. teeth all had their own faces. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that's a great show. Oh. Well, jumping into the meat and bones of the review here, um, we do get our first thing: the Madonna, <laughs> Madonna metaphors. Yeah. I've got a fact about that later too. Okay, uh, very good. Yeah, the Madonna metaphors, which is a uh, 
definitely interesting. You you see, um, Mr. Brown. This says a lot about Mr. Brown because uh, Tarantino went into the backstory of Mr. Brown mm. and started talking about how uh, he uh, had a father that was an abusive father. The mother uh, was someone who was uh, just non-present mm. for Mr. Brown. Like she was present, but didn't care about him and therefore he had this strong hatred for women but wanted to also uh be a part of the boys mm -hmm. and that's why we get that interesting that's a similar character uh, to um, dust or dawn yeah well, pretty much the, it's the same tarantino character. keeps playing the same type yeah. of thing and that's creepy except in um <laughs> yeah. django and chain when he plays an aussie for some yeah, I know. That yeah, was super racist aussie that's <laughs> super odd i like that uh was um, it jeff jarrett was in there as well John Jarrett. John Jarrett. I think that's why I got because yeah. he was a fan of um, Wolf yeah. Creek. Wolf Creek. <laughs> John Jarrett. Yeah. Um, I met John Jarrett once. Oh, did you? Yeah. Wasn't good. <laughs> I can tell you that story one day. Okay. Well, let's leave it for Django. Yeah, we'll leave it for Django. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, remind me for that one because yeah. it was a uh, very odd and awkward. I hope he didn't touch you. Huh? <laughs> um, the <laughs> iconic song at the start of the Reservoir Dogs Walk. Yeah, Fuck classic. And this mm. whole film's soundtrack yeah. is... You're the soundtrack person. I always forget the soundtrack. Dun, don't know how why. do you forget dun, this soundtrack? Because I look dun, at technicality dun, dun, of the dun. cameras and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Dun, 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 dun. That's so good. You know, I'm not a musical person. Yeah, but with this, like that's just, all of Tarantino. I, know, I just forget it. His music and dialogue. Yeah, his dialogue's so good. Um, yeah, we can uh, all agree here that... Uh, Tim Roth and Harvey Keitel in this film. Man, they're uh, on fire. All of the cast in this yeah. are coming with their A game. And Sid can we just acknowledge how fucking big the balls are on Tarantino to come in this strong yeah. with this movie? Yeah, yeah man. What That's the hell? Ball. It's, it's um, a great opener, man. I actually think it's really iconic, Harvey Keitel in the car when he's going, you're going to be okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you're going to be okay. okay. Say it. Say it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Um, yeah, uh, there's this moment here. Uh, I like this. What does Larry whisper to Keitel when he combs his hair? So there's a moment at the start where like, yeah. he's oh, laying with yeah. me. He goes, hold me. Yeah. He goes, says something, he's combing his hair. There's no he, subtitle for that? No, no it's not. No, no, I like no. that. He goes, he, goes <laughs> he has a little giggle. I Is thought it? it was just because, I don't know if he whispers, I didn't think he whispered anything. I thought it was just the fact that he was combing his hair when he's bleeding out on the ground. Maybe. Was making him laugh. That's always been my interpretation of it. Because yeah. um, it's like he's laying there and he's like, hold me. And the next thing he pulls the comb out and he's like, because yeah. yeah. it's ridiculous. He's dying on the ground. He's oh, combing his hair. Making him look good before he goes to Valhalla. Wow. Uh, the wide shot, also acknowledgement of the wide shot, the whole production design of this, mm. it feels like a stage show. Yeah. The super wide shots of the warehouse, uh, super it? simple. There's yeah. only a few, like a trash can in the back, mm. yeah. uh, a, a pallet, yeah. but the whole floor is yeah. full. Like yeah. there's nothing, there's nothing, it's open. Yeah, mm. even where he frames, like if there's like five characters on a scene, everyone yeah. has a little part. And so nice. It always feels like there's a light beaming down on each character. Yeah. Yeah. Well, actually, I'll spoil a fact now for yeah. later, but it's, that's actually a mortuary. Oh, oh really? really? Oh, because um, of the pull up. Yeah, the thing. Yeah, that and also up. when um, uh, Mr. Blonde is sitting on the car, it's a hearse. Oh, man. Wow. <laughs> How good is that? <laughs> so, that's yeah, awesome. it's, a, it's, an, it's yeah. an old mortuary. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, very good. Um, We got the cigarette click, which he's I a, thought he's was. a smart dude, man. Yeah. Yeah, the, the cigarette click, which I thought was an interesting choice. Uh, for Kaitel. That is, that is how some people do those lighters. They yeah, they, flick them. 
they have the like the zippo and then they're clicking yeah i tried to, to say to my girlfriend why he was doing it and i was like maybe because it hurts your thumb less but that doesn't say i don't know why people do that. I, I think it was think just a just cool factor cool. Yeah. yeah okay which is huge in tarantino yeah. movies yeah, yeah, yeah. he's always yeah. trying to do the cool thing mm. um look at how they're dressed <laughs> yeah um uh, I noticed the Willem scream as Mr. Yes, Pink's running away. Yes, I heard it too. It's very quiet. Yeah. He pushes through. That, that famous scream from the, movies. Oh, it's in, oh yeah. 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 yeah, that's true. Yeah. He's yeah. running away down the street. And he, he pushes those yeah. people out of the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard it. Yeah. Um, and how he unloads the whole fucking oh, clip every time yeah. in this movie. Yeah. No one shoots two shots. They all just pump the whole mm. clip. That's probably like... Realistically, if you did have a bunch of people running at you, you probably would oh, just yeah. freaking just go like just, just bam, 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 bam. Yeah. That's what yeah. I do in video games. <laughs> <laughs> My finger just stays in the trigger. <laughs> um, I just said here, there's there's so many cool things. The combing of the hair is so cool. Mm. Um, also, uh, the whole story with Kaitel, the Alabama story. Yeah. Where he goes, she was a nice little thief. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That ended yeah. up. Um, that, all the way through this film, there's always these cool little mini stories. Mm. Like the Tim Roth one later on, I'm jumping ahead, but yeah. where he's talking about the um, uh, the Komodo. Got the commode? Yeah. Yeah, his, commode? his story, fake story. That's oh. that's cool, that fake story sequence. Mm. I really like that. A, yeah, I like that. A, and I like the fight between uh, Jonah Hill and uh, Jonah Hill. Blonde. Oh like, yeah, yeah. I was like, that was so random. So yeah. Sacred. Well, it's kind of weird. There's like a bit of like, but yeah, there's a, a light amount of like sexual tension there. Like you feel <laughs> like there is. There's a little bit with like uh, Vic Vega and and um, uh, and Nice Guy Eddie. Yeah. yeah. You're like, hmm. Yeah, are they? So. Could they be like? I uh, like mm. Nice Guy Eddie. Sean that um Penn. Yeah. He plays a homosexual in Cocky Romano. Does he? By the same type of character. Oh, I'm really? fairly sure. Yeah. Right. yeah. Wow. Let me let me check. Um, I think there's just a bromance, really. Yeah, yeah, but in in it just seems like because he plays pretty much the same character in yeah mm. yeah Peter Romano. Oh, actually, were you able, Joe, the big boss? Yeah, were you able to see him as anything but Elaine's dad from Seinfeld? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, yeah right. I thought he looked familiar. He's just, you know, George, uh, he's heaps mean to George and Jerry, and then Elaine comes back and she's like, yeah, "Where's Dad?" Grumpy. And George is like, "He's in the bathroom." Yeah. 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 So grumpy. Is, Why is your coat that color? Yeah. Yeah. Flip oh, it man. in the other side. <laughs> Destroys the coat in the in the snow. Um, we yeah, get we get pretty much everything out of Mister Blonde's mouth is almost like just classic mm. like just classic you're gonna bark just his, all day little doggy yeah you're even, gonna buy it just the entrance with the soda <laughs> yeah the, the drink and you just know you're like this motherfucker <laughs> they're all wondering they're all just saying he went psycho and shot all these people and like mm. is he dead how'd they get away and he fucking stopped at fast food <laughs> <laughs> but it's just that's like a what what's that called? And it's just like a With little the cop uh, in the back, little character trait. Yeah, 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 yeah. He yeah, kidnaps a cop, go get some food, comes in, and think he's like Mister Cool. And then they're yeah. like, and then one of them says to him, "Oh, what have you got? What have you got in the car?" So fries the guy with that soda. He's like, "No, I ate those already." Yeah, he's. Uh, I think he's one of the, um, the 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 strong parts of this. Well, the whole thing's strong, but he's yeah, yeah great character. Um, yeah, he is, man. We do see a little bit of like. Uh, uh, the first film type of things occurring though hmm. uh, obviously we've also got so many guns in the movie and that's kind of always a first film type of thing hmm. people like to introduce guns in their film um but also there was a few adr problems i yeah, did notice yeah, yeah. 
Um, especially with um, when Eddie first, nice guy Eddie first enters the warehouse and Kaitel is conversing with him. I, I noticed that there was just like things that were off about it. it as well. Did, yeah. When the, the, the version I, I've, I have, the opening restaurant scene, the audio was... Yeah. was bad as well. Yeah. 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 It wasn't good. Yeah. It sounds like they're you very can, far from you the can, mic. You can also, yeah, yeah you can hear yeah. it because I think this was a first film thing as well where I think, you know, you, you, you kind of feel like you need to do something different to stand out from the crowd rather mm. than rely on the fundamentals of filmmaking. I know yeah. I've, I've obviously never made anything on Tarantino's level, but yeah. I know that you do get in your own head about that sort yeah. of stuff. I, I, yeah. can, I can see him saying... Someone said, "Oh, the audio's bad." He just goes, "Get fucked." No, no, it's fine. I, I, but it's because he it's wanted to do so many things in long takes, and he's having characters walk far away, and they didn't have, obviously didn't have mics to cover the distance. Yeah, and yeah, um, yeah. you can see it too when uh, Buscemi and uh, Cattell are talking in that separate room, and yeah, he leaves it yeah. as one long take. You can hear them fumble a couple of lines, and yeah. he has to leave it in because, yeah. I mean, how many times? That's like a ten, five, ten minute shot or something. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, man. yeah. yeah. Um, the definite, definite things. Um. It's a first. It's a first film first for film. sure. But yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's but, such a solid concept and story, though. That it, yeah, it's great. It really, yeah. And yeah. his dialogue is just so. Uh, but it does. Like, this movie, there's only one word for the film. It's cool. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. Yeah. they're cool characters in cool suits doing cool shit, saying cool shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like That's right. I was just gonna say, it does. It does feel like when they're. When they're in the the bathroom, you know, he's always looking in the mirror, and they got that nice light on that guy's face. Yeah, yeah. But to me, uh, that scene and the scene before, it does feel very stage play. Yeah, the yeah. whole thing. Yeah. Well, what about when? So I'm saying it worked Bushami, perfectly. Perfect. Stage yeah. Play. Yeah. He kicks Bushemi to the floor, yeah. and they've got the guns up at each other. Yeah, like what is that's one the famous, of the coolest? Um, yeah, that's famous the, the famous shots. shot from it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and that's but that looks straight up from a, a stage show. Yeah. Like you yeah. could see that you can see that on a stage. Speaking of holding guns, too, something I noticed this time watching it that I'd never picked up on before was um, if you notice when you know Mr. Pink is first in there and he starts uh, toying with the idea that there's a rat. Um, yeah, Mr. What color is Tim Roth, Mr. Orange? Orange. Um, he Mr. Orange. Yeah. He takes his gun out. He's holding his gun when they're talking about who the rat could be. Oh, really? Yeah, if you look, he's on the ground and he's, he's got his gun. He's holding his gun pretty much the whole time. Wow. Only when they start talking about the rat, though. That's when he, start, he gets cool. it out and he's holding it and he's kind of sitting there like trying to grab Cattell to try and stop the conversation from un unfolding further. Yeah. Because, yeah. yeah, he needs he needs them not to know That's what so he is. Cool. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. I like, oh, I was, we can talk about that at the end. Anyway. Uh, okay. Yeah. 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 Um, now we can't not talk about uh the Vic Vega torture scene. Hmm. Mr mm. Mr Blonde's torture scene. Uh K I Billy Super Sounds of the 70s Steel uh Steel is wheels uh April of 1974 stuck in the middle with you reached number 4 on the charts. I mean it's random as Jesus. What a run of sentencing mm. and then also bringing in what is arguably the best fucking song <laughs> for that scene there's no other song I could say put with that scene remind me of the song stuck, stuck in the middle of no. you <laughs> how the good, fuck do you song. not remember that Dan man I, <laughs> like, I don't, bum, all, I, bum, all I'm bum, looking bum, at bum, is the direction bum, and uh, bum, bum. and the way it was shot that's not seen my god man. yeah uh, clowns just, to the left of me I'm a simple minded to the right. simple minded man yeah just fantastic yeah, um, but yeah it's a good song yeah the whole dance cutting off the ear which 
Great so, prosthetic. So, oh, looks good. so unsettling still. Still unsettling. The way the yeah. camera moves away from it. I remember watching it as a kid for the first time and just being mortified by that. <laughs> Fantastic though. Um, and I, I also said this, it almost feels like the whole movie is like a short film. Mm. Like yeah, that's it, what I was saying. It felt it, like a, a, a pro version's uh, yeah, short, short film. Because yeah. it felt like it went in like so quickly. Yeah. An hour 30... Mm. Yeah, it's uh, an hour 30. It's a good length. Good, it is a good it's length. It's probably the yeah. shortest movie, probably. Yeah. I think. Yeah, easily. I think so. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> they from get there, quite it just long. keeps going. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah. Um, definitely Jackie Brown feels way long, like if I remember correctly. Mm. I've seen um, it once and I actually enjoyed we, it. We also get the the first look at things like oh, the d- chapters. Yeah, and also... Yes, um, that's right. There's a interesting thing that happens in this movie where uh pam greer gets referenced yes yes i, I had that and down she's, as well she's in jackie ended brown. up in jackie <laughs> brown oh, okay. but he goes no it's christy lug yeah it's just that's, that's a funny little thing yeah, yeah. um <clears throat> yeah so we get our first look at like the whole chapters thing which is mm. something that i don't think i've seen anyone else do and that would have been the first closing in on one of the first time people had done it oh yeah. it's, it's back chapters. in back in the old days I mean, like nineteen twenties, and thirties, but yeah. yeah, definitely the chaptering yeah. is super cool. His his background, um, he used to work in a video store, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So yeah, and he's just watching movies all the time. Yeah, he said he got his. He goes, I, I didn't go to film school, I went to film. This yeah. was the video store era of film. This Kevin Smith was the same. He yeah. worked in a video store, yeah. and um, that's yeah. This was like, yeah, when these directors are Doing young it. and watching all these movies. Because yeah, that was easy their, access to them. That yeah. was their class. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we get the commode story, the four cops and the dog. Yep. It's a super great story. As well as... <laughs> what's that guy from Fantastic Four? The Thing. Yeah. He looks like The Thing. He does. He does. does. <laughs> what, he said, what he said that, I went, holy oh, shit, God. he does. You yeah. know what makes me laugh even more about that is that... Um, People have told my daddy looks like the thing before. Really? <laughs> yeah. Or Mr. Incredible. Yeah. So, but yeah, it does, yeah. Um yeah. and then also sticking with the Marvel thing in Tarantino, the Silver Surfer poster in the back. Yes. Tarantino wanted so, to make a Silver Surfer movie. Uh, he wrote okay. a script. Yeah. Oh really? And pitched it. Ah. Yeah. Well he also And there wrote was there was a quote in there too. Star Trek. He wrote a Star Trek yeah. that he pitched yeah. as well, yeah. Yeah. So is that, is that still going ahead? Nah. Okay. Dead. Well, I would have loved to see his interpretation of the yeah. Silver Surfer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um I want to give high props to... We've already said big things about each actor. But, man, Tim Roth in his apartment before he leaves, mm. getting the chain, getting the ring out. Reminds of a taxi driver. Oh, I love that. I loved that scene. I think that was... It, it is the most underrated scene in the film because him t- talking to himself and going like, they don't know. You got this. Yeah. It's so, so There's awesome. also when he leaves, as the cops following him, I said, you've got to have balls to do yeah, yeah, yeah. This sort that, of fear, yeah. just adding to it. Love it. Uh, we get hooked on a feeling. Bit yeah, of a, yeah. Straight away, I was like, Guardians of the Galaxy in my Ooh, head. Joker. Yeah. Um. Uh, this movie does though have a lot of like racism oh. throughout yeah. the whole yeah. thing. Yeah. I mean, that um, is the N word was said like a thousand, a thousand times. times I'm not saying right or wrong for either side because I, I, I'm not involved enough in the debate to be able to say but it's something that has haunted tarantino throughout his career is the, yeah. the choice of language that he decides to use he, things like that. yeah i definitely this was it the seems most, the most out of place in this yes, movie definitely yeah because yeah. it feels the most hard hitting mm. like it feels like it's just uh verbosely gross yeah it in does this movie yeah and then and it's because it's a whole bunch of white men yeah uh you know and 
as it, as he continues, that changes a bit, but not by much. Mm. By Mr. Um, is that Mr. Orange. Mr. Orange. Oh, yeah, his, his captain. Boss. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, yeah. Wearing, he's wearing like that outfit, like he's straight out of the Warriors as well. Yeah, I know. <laughs> oh, that, I just What's think that of, about? I just think of like the Chuck Norris World War Two movies. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, well, he, he looks Vietnam like he looks like he's in the Warriors gang. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he looks like the um. Yeah, no shirt, just at the yeah. jacket. Yeah. yeah, Another great story: the glue the dick to the belly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um. Uh. I also liked how that they're all sitting there when they're getting the names for the first time and they zoom in on each character's face. Mm. Yeah. Cool choice. Yeah. Um, moving ahead, though, uh, the uh, choice of song for the for the credits, because I just want to get straight to the end here. We, we love the standoff. The standoff is super tense mm. uh, between them. Oh, and it's it incredible. Do- goes really quick as well, mm. which I like. I like that it... It didn't linger on this stance, you know. It wasn't like the good, the bad, and the ugly. It was nah, yeah. straight to like, you know, put my gun, you know, put the gun down. You don't point at my father, and then just fucking bam, 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 goes. bam. Just, just yeah, bang, bang, bang. <laughs> yeah. Just on that scene, I really wish Harvey Cartel uh, got a a bit more thrown his way because I think yeah. uh, I personally think he's better than De Niro. That's just my really. Like, I think, yeah. yeah, I think. I that reckon he's. I reckon he's bad lieutenant he, man. You seen bad lieutenant? Yeah, no, I, Harvey seen. picked. Harvey went a bit more art house than De Niro though. He was he never. Did. He's never been like a super mainstream actor. He's always yeah, wanted to so pick in, like the piano. He's really famous for that movie, The Piano. Oh, okay. um, he's he's had an interesting career. Like mm. it, I don't. The spotlight. He doesn't like it. Yeah, no. he wants yeah, to do weird tell. shit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, well, that's why you. From Dust Till Dawn is weird. Exactly. Yeah. Um. But yeah, the if you like. Cartel, mm. bad lieutenants to movie, man. Okay. Mm. Yeah, the piano is a really good movie too. Yeah. Set, in, set in um Australia oh, or New Zealand, one okay. or two. Um, yeah, the, the choice of song for the last thing is what I was going to say. The coconut put the lime in the coconut. I was like, what the fuck? It's <laughs> just a real Tarantino ending as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I think that all around the film, mm. jumping into it, uh, the ending of this, that, that was pretty much my notes. Yep. Uh, it's it's very simple, very yeah. very simple mm. movie. Super simple, and it's just focused so heartily on just the actors mm. and their performances. Yeah, simple but effective. Yes. Yeah. Um, I will get a uh, sacket or brisket for this film from you, Dan. Yeah. Okay. Uh, a little context yeah. for new listeners: sacket or brisket came from Dan's love of beef briskets. Check out the Enola Holmes episode, and the unique term to sack that if he doesn't like something. So is he going to sack this flick cinematography or make a beef brisket and love every single morsel of its visuals? Well. Was that weird because I didn't do it? No, that's good. I like it. <laughs> Anything that Wasn't comes creepy. from your mouth, I like it. Ew. <laughs> Continue. Second <laughs> <Check on> space. <laughs> Fuck, this happened. <laughs> yeah, look, man. Um, this did have a... a, a to me, like a like I said, a really good student vibe to it. Mm. Um, so I'm I'm not going to give it a brisket because um, that's fair enough. Yeah, look, man. Well, it's only going to go up from here. Oh, yeah. cinematography wise. So if you gave so, us a brisket, yeah. you're not giving yourself much room. Nah, <laughs> nah. So yeah, um, yeah, it's definitely not a brisket. There's a, there's a few cool shots in it. Like I said, when Harvey looks into the mirror, I like how they lit that up. Um, I like the the use of the wide lenses where they're just looking down the hallway. Harvey's talking yeah. to Bashumi. Um, you don't see him. 
there's a lot of just ruckus going on in the background yeah um yeah and and uh, you know and as well it's i think it's quite easy filming one room yeah and let people playing around in that room um but again in saying that when we talk about hateful late the cinematography in that is just batshit crazy and again that's pretty much one room that, but uh, it's he's, so also, good. he's also eight movies in at that point yeah. yes so. also the technical uh, uh the use of like gear that he's using there is actually like astounding i mean even point. to go on to something that you're very fond of race but i mean compare production design from this movie to hate oh, for yeah. Eight, so, yeah you know it's that's like true this. yeah um but yeah uh i love i love that old film look mm. um and straight away it just uh it gives me vibes of when I was a kid watching those old classic, classic films. And yeah, you know, hats off to him for for keeping that, you know, throughout his career. That whole run, yeah. Um, but yeah, other than that, there's not really anything else that really stands out to me. Yeah. I, um, I, can I uh, predict where I think your first brisket is going to be for him? Mm-hmm. I'm going to say your first brisket for Tarantino. I don't even think it's going to be in the kill bills i'm gonna say inglorious bastards but we'll see i don't want to i don't want to like kubu volto is pretty good yeah but kubu one's got some good sequences in too but i i I, we'll see i'd like to see where where dan stands with Mm. it but i I like that you've gotten a bit more Mm. you know like it's gotta be really damn good yeah Mm. to get that i like that i rather that Mm. yeah but I, I agree with what you said as well. It does feel like it's like his best student film, <laughs> like, yeah, because it's his only student film. And yeah, and if like man, if I shot something like that, I'd be pretty proud of it. Yeah. So I'd, I'd love to see. He had one movie before it, which was just him in it. And I'd love to see that because it's like it's almost like a camcorder film. Okay. But it's like a full movie. Hmm. I would love to just check it out and <laughs> see what it would have been like. Anyway, um, moving on. Declan. Yeah. This is the first time that you are going to be giving us the facts. Yep. So, so what did this happen? I forgot. Oh, that's um, right. Last yeah, week. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's good. Said I'd do it to take some of the burden off Reesey Boy here because he does a lot for the podcast and okay. I sort of just turn up and speak and don't do much else. Yeah. So, so uh, can you uh, shoot this in the belly and bleed us out some factoids? Yeah, I'll give you some K Billy's facts of the 70s. <laughs> Factoids, factoids, giving you these factoids. Put it in a rap, boys. Something with some crap noise. So the budget of this film was so low that the actors had to wear their own wardrobe. Wow. So Chris so- Chris Penn's jacket, that's his jacket. <laughs> um, lots of the suits were provided for free by a designer because she loved the American uh, crime genre. <laughs> Steve Buscemi wore his own black jeans instead of suit pants. <laughs> And Michael Madsen's jacket was a mixture of two different suits. His pants, his pants and jacket were from two different suits. Wow. wow. Okay. Um, that, that says a lot about how like it was like so tight on the bottom and then like big <laughs> on the top. I, I would not have known Bashami was wearing jeans. No. Yeah. Um, and Madonna really liked the movie, but refuted Tarantino's interpretation, saying that it's not about uh, like a sex lover, <laughs> it's about someone falling in love. <laughs> I read that one. Yeah, um, sent him a sent him a message for it, didn't so he? Funny. She sent him a message yeah, yeah, years yeah. later and said, "I think she wrote about, him a letter." Yeah. It's not about dicks; it's about love. Yeah. <laughs> she said, um, "Tarantino originally wanted to play the part of Mr. Pink for himself when he wrote it." Wow. Oh, okay. But he let the other actors audition, yeah. and Buscemi said, 
that he like really wanted to play it and Tarantino said well I really want it for myself so you're going to have to do a killer audition and <laughs> wow lo and behold yeah yeah, I'm glad that. That's, yeah, I'm, that I'm so glad that went that way as well. Tarantino, <laughs> yeah, good actor. Not well. He's good for something like Mr. Brown. That's it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and this one, this one, this one's a cool one. Michael Madsen said that the guy who played the cop, whose name is Kirk Boltz, mm. actually asked to ride in the trunk to experience to experience what it was like. Oh, oh really? Oh, okay. So Madsen agreed, but decided as he drove along that he was going to develop his character. So he drove down a long alley with potholes and then a Taco Bell drive through before taking Bolts back to the parking lot. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> and then this is a cool one of um, like the Tarantino-verse. Mm. So Vic Vega mm. in this movie is the brother of Vincent Vega from... Fiction. Oh shit! Oh, wow. John Travolta's character. That's oh. cool. And Tarantino was originally planning to do a prequel movie called The Vega Brothers. Both, oh, the, both oh, actors got too old. Yeah, they got yeah. too old for the roles. That would have been right. awesome. Yeah. Um, and then his, I've got some big ones here. I think this one's pretty interesting about the history of Tarantino. Uh, when he was working at Video Archives, yeah, he was planning to make the movie on a budget of thirty thousand dollars, sixteen millimeter, black and white. Yeah with producer Lawrence Bender. Bender gave the script to his acting teacher to have a read of, whose wife knew Harvey Cattell and gave it to Harvey Cattell. Oh my God. Cattell liked it so much that he's decided to co-sign on as a producer and raised an additional 1.5 million for the film. <laughs> Man, small, yeah, that's, yeah, small world. Um, he's, and he, he's just, just, just lucky, man. Just made. He's very lucky. A one point five. But that's super lucky. Yeah, 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 man. And as I said, it was an abandoned mortuary that they used. Thirty-three grand. He was going to shoot it for. Yeah, he was, he's going to pull the clerks with it. That's yeah, what he was pretty much. Do. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And this yeah. was the first time when people said that Tarantino ripped off other movies and things like that. He said that he pays homage. He always he always yeah, says he pays homage, yeah, yeah, yeah. which I think which, is true. Yeah. yeah, that's pretty much what he does. Yeah. That's he pulls from everything. Yeah. I mean, Django is pretty much just one big homage. Yeah, like, it is. The yeah, whole yeah, thing. Yeah. Um, and this movie has a lot like the names are from the Taking of Pelham One Two Three, the original movie. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. So he had a lot of references to crime movies and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. So yeah. cool. I think he pulls in a, a complimenting way. I don't think. Yeah. He well, like, it goes no, from exactly. his past as well as a you know. Yeah. Well, video store clerk. Yeah, yeah. yeah. As well as, um, you know, he doesn't do a shit job, so no. <laughs> that no. helps. No. Yeah. <laughs> if it was a shit movie, and then I, then maybe we would all be there going, "Well, that was wrong." Man, I, <laughs> you know, I think he's at the mercy of Harvey Cartel because I think he was the one that started his career off. I think you're probably in right. Mainstream, yeah. Mm. In all mm. retrospect, without him, he wouldn't have had Reservoir Dogs at that level. No. Quality and it's crazy, yeah, yeah. It may have never been nothing. Yeah, it may have been just that Tarantino would have. Maybe he would have gone on. I could have seen him going on to do theater, just generally. Man, I just, don't think he would have ever not done. I think he'll. Like I think when he does his final film, he'll do a play. You think? Yeah, I think he'll do plays after it for sure. That's what I mean. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm, I this this goes to show, right? It's either who you know to get in to get in there. But you still got to obviously have the chops to do oh, it. Yeah. But it's so hard to break into like the mainstream. What's but that one um, from? It's oh, really geez, hard. Geez, well, I've forgotten his name. The uh, comedy director, Judd Apatow. Yeah. Uh, his line in um, the Disaster Artist when 
Franco's character is trying to talk to him at the cafe and he says, mm. he goes, listen to me. He goes, even with Brando's talent, it's a one in a million shot. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Because I was going to say, much. imagine how many other Tarantinos are out there or how many Spielbergs yeah. are out there. Yeah. If you give them a million dollars or, you know, two, three million dollars. I think it's hard. I think it's a lot. It's also though that time period when Tarantino so came perfect. up. It was like, yeah, you're right. It was perfect because it was pretty open like the festival circuit wasn't an established thing yet it was pretty open and people were able to sort of still get through now it's yeah. flooded man yeah. there's yeah. when i went to Cannes and you see how many other people they're making short oh, films it's yeah, just I saw like, that book that you sent. everybody has the ability to do it now everybody yeah. has the technology at their fingertips the ability to edit the film yeah. yep. it's all there yeah. if you you're willing to learn yeah and but you do um, it is it is uh, there is a I'm going to say like a pretty large percentage of it. And there's nothing wrong with this. Every industry in the world works like this, but yep. you do need an in. You need an in. Yeah. You're yeah. Not, you, people yeah. just aren't going to look at yeah. you unless they have some but sort the of backstory. But the biggest thing is uh, persistence and well that's it yes. yeah you need persistence you, you do. gotta you gotta yeah. learn you gotta learn your own yeah your and own you, boundary yeah. of where you you do need you persistence and dedication and if you, yeah. yeah and you haven't got the balls man pff, flick next yeah or yeah. you gotta be happy with you gotta be happy with um what occurs either way yeah because it is what it is at the yeah. end of the day with it and it's true you know you got to be happy that you get to make a movie yeah, yeah. The same <laughs> as um, the first thing as yeah. uh, andy murray said this kind of relates to it when he was desperately trying to win a grand slam because you know he kept coming up against Djokovic, nadal mm. and federer like historically three of the greatest sportsmen of all time yeah. in the same era as him which was like crazy. Yeah. everyone always says if he was 10 years earlier would he be thought of differently you know mm-hmm. and before he won his first Wimbledon he said I, I lost the Australian Open and he said I actually had to sit down and go look you might not win a Grand Slam mm. and he's like I had to come to peace with that to go. and let mm. go of the desperation that I was feeling and he mm. said once he did that mm. he just felt open and yeah. it just like could move forward and that's when he finally won yeah, yeah. it's hectic eh? yeah. yeah it's hectic but the other thing too is I see is especially with a lot of filmmakers, if you see an opportunity, fuck, just grab it by the horns, man, yeah, and take yeah. it. Yeah, because that won't come back ever again. Well, I will say 100% at the moment, uh, for example, the industry in Australia is going to boom. Yes. I'm actually thinking of moving out to another state because Hollywood's moving over here. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> man, see, Matt Damon was uh, having beers with people in bloody Sydney pub man yeah, yeah well all the productions are coming over here. here it's awesome so yeah. i mean it's it's here and i can see even uh western australia is building things yeah, now as massive, well yeah. well look we've got so, so much land out here man yeah so and, much land and all of it well, no one's really sick and the country isn't like we've it's not very, in very fortunate super fortunate years, yeah. with everything so lucky yeah so i mean yeah, yeah. probably lucky if to be a, here doing this right now if there's exactly yeah, yeah. i think as, as much as some stuff has slipped through the cracks i think that like because our universities and everything are so skewed toward this, I think our science and the fact that we have such high quality science and medicine, is like with the contact sure. tracing and everything, yeah. has really helped us get it. Get yeah. We're also it pretty open as a country. That helps too, but yeah. like I do think that all of it mixed together is like yeah. if they weren't tracking yeah. it, people would just be yeah, walking true. around. Like, yeah. The, the biggest advantage I think we got is we haven't got well it's two things we live on a massive island mm. and the second thing is our population isn't as big as the other countries yeah, we don't have like yeah. a couple of hundred million yeah. people yeah. So, <laughs> it, it does help. helpful yeah yeah, yeah. for sure and um, we're, we're all in nice Rona people. standards for sure <laughs> most of the time yeah but yeah it's 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 uh 
Yeah, we're we're extremely lucky country, man. Yeah, and I we're going back to it and touching just really quickly on it again. I'm super keen to see what happens with um our our film industry here. Yeah, because it's gonna it's just gonna just skyrocket. Yeah, I can just see it skyrocketing. Yeah. Um, final thoughts. Uh, started with started with yourself, yeah. Dan. Your final thoughts, Thanks. and also I got to start writing. Um, oh yes, got to do a. Uh, we'll do scores first, yep. and then we'll do rankings. I'm just gonna have to look at his filmography to get them all in my head. Again. Yeah, same. <laughs> yeah. Okay, let me bring it up. So, um, well, just first, you just do the score for this one. Yes. Okay. Sorry. So, my score for this is seven point five. Yeah. Uh, this is a fantastic film um, for a director that wasn't known. Uh, and he's he's actually I'm going to say Denny Villeneuve is following in those footsteps for his own uh, uh, genre of films that he does and you know even we've been talking about it with Villeneuve he's like when's he going to make a shit movie yeah I'm really uh, like he's due for one but <laughs> <laughs> like he's well and truly due yeah. for one and June could be the make or break for him I yeah think. but I do think that Villeneuve so far has I, I've never seen a maybe Tarantino might be it but even I think depending on what I think of Jackie Brown when we get to it mm. that may be his like lower part but so far I mean he's pretty much done a Villeneuve but for 30 years or something yeah. <laughs> so no, it's, it's pretty, instead of it's 5 pretty, or 10 and I think he's I think Tarantino has been the most consistent director like Spielberg's had flops yeah uh, yeah all the other guys have, have had flops yeah look at um yeah, Scorsese, yeah, really all those people. Yeah. Spielberg's BFG. I wasn't really into that. Yeah, I liked. I really liked an underrated film for him. I think is Tintin. Oh. I think Tintin was fucking fantastic, dude. I watched that about five days ago. It's so good. It's like watching Indiana Jones. Yeah, that's what. That's exactly what I have. You uh, seen um, that? Sorry, Adventures of Tintin. Tintin. Yeah. Oh. I, really, I don't know if I've watched the whole thing though. Oh man, it's worth it. The man. scene where they where that waterfalls, the water's coming out from the thing, and it's oh man, it's insane, yeah. man. Yeah, but yeah, that's that's a very underrated movie. Yeah. Um, anyway, so uh, yeah, look, overall, it's a it's a great movie, great first film, um, and and speaking of you know, because I've seen those other movies, mm. it's so good to see that he has kept that style, um, and you know, yeah. it's a Tarantino movie. The progression. Yeah. But it just he improves on it, mm. and just he just makes his own, and yeah, and hats off to him, man. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, seven point five. Seven point five. Now, <clears throat> have you I list, need to get. Have you got the list there, Declan? I've got the like the Wikipedia filmography of him. Yeah. So I can tell you. The... Joe, I'll do mine first, and then <laughs> you can go off. Okay. okay. All right. All right. Yeah. Well, uh, well, uh, let me do my um score of this. Yeah. Um. I, I do think that Reservoir Dogs obviously being a first film it, it's like a it's a not the it's not weaker it's actually up there in the higher ones mm. because of the quality that it is straight off the gate but it, it's definitely the film that I've now come to fruition is easier to watch maybe of all of the Tarantino movies because mm. it's short mm. yeah <laughs> it's almost like I, I felt like as I said I felt like I watched a short film and and it went for just it felt like it went for about 50 minutes the whole movie yeah, yeah. man in, in like the feeling of it yeah it flies yeah so um, 
for that reason and because like every single story in this film is just super enjoyable and the actors are punching so in good. their game in this movie the screaming the the energy put into mm. it i'm i'm gonna easily give this movie an eight mm. yeah yeah man yeah. that's a good range yeah and i'm gonna do these in conjunction with tarantino movies that's yeah. how i'm gonna rate them yeah, it's as too, a tarantino's it's, yeah it's too hard to do it by itself i think yeah i think that i mean it's odd because it's it's nice to think that tarantino movies actually sit pretty in the realm of where you would kind of just rate any movie mm. so I, but i think as a tarantino film this is i'm, I'm gonna put it out there too like it's bloody hard making a movie yeah and it's hard getting all the beats right and it's hard getting all the right actors it's hard getting the right script it's hard doing everything but this guy's kept it freaking consistent man yeah he knows well a he's gifted yeah but he knows what works yeah and is he, is he tied to a studio is it Warner's well, he was for a while. He was tied to um, Weinstein. Weinstein. Company. Oh, Weinstein. That's right. Yeah, for a very long that's time. That's right. I don't know if he still is. Probably. No, they're not a company anymore. Not anymore. Yeah, no? it's finished. Yeah. Huh. So. I wonder who he's with. Yeah, man. This guy. Maybe just his own. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I'm, I'm just amazed that you know, like he had that that lucky hit with you know, with uh, Harvey. Can I tell you? Yeah, it's just yeah, man. It's also it's, like it's amazing. It's amazing. If, like I. You know, it is to do with the film, but also just the creator. Mm. Tarantino, you he's one of the most enjoyable people to listen to talk about movies. Yeah. Like, you know, like he's up there with like Scorsese with talking about mm. movies. He's yep. got like an encyclopedic yep. knowledge of everything. Mm. So, I mean, he'd probably be pretty um, uh, intimidating mm. to interview. Mm. Yeah, because you just feel like you'd you'd have like moments where you're just like I don't know nowhere near the amount of shit you know about this. Mm. Yeah, but yeah, I do think mm. that that is such a cool part of it. He still has commonly has uh, movie viewings with people that he just yeah friends at it's his house. So, that's so good, which yeah. is awesome as well. So, um, so Declan, we'll do yeah. yours first with the the run. Yep. So he's got at the moment he's got nine movies that he considers his. Nine films. All right. So, number one mm-hmm. would be Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Really? Really like it. Okay. Yeah. Number two would That's be Kill Bill Volume 2. I think you'll be annoyed when I do my Kill Bills. Mm-hmm. Um, three would be Inglorious Bastards. Yes. Four, Reservoir Dogs. Yes. Five Kill Bill Volume One. Yeah. Six Django Unchained. De- do we count in Death Proof? No. Nah. Uh, yes. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah. That's not a part of his nine. Yes, though. it is. Is it? Yeah. It Are is sure. Hundred percent sure. So I've done six. Yeah. Huh. Okay. I've yeah. done six. Uh, correct. Yeah. Then it would be eight for eight. Why did you did you put Death Proof first? Yeah. No, I haven't put that yet. Yeah, I thought so. Yeah, take that off. Death Proof. Oh, you haven't put it on yet? No, no didn't I do six? Oh yeah, sorry. So Django. Uh, H8. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Then. This would be number eight. Yeah. Yeah. Death Proof, yeah. and only because I can't remember it at all. Pulp. I can't. It's oh yeah, Jackie. I haven't done. Oh, I didn't put Pulp in there. 
Yeah, see, now there's 10. Told you. Death Proof isn't in there. That's not his movie. That's a shared no. one. He... Mm. I forgot about Pulp. Pulp should be higher. <laughs> yeah. Death Proof is not on the list. I think it is, though. Because that'll make it 10. I don't think he does count it. And he's like... Yeah, it's not in there. Isn't it? No. Nah. Because uh, that, that's, that's nine. And then his next one is that um, other one. So what is my list then? Because my list has Death Proof on it. It's i got to check. It's not in there. Uh, Jackie Brown just at the end because I can't remember it at all. Um, so we got Death Proof there. So you got to add in Pulp in there somewhere. Uh, pulp would probably be... See, I can't remember Pulp much. I just remember one scene. Jeez. No, two scenes. Pulp would be um, just above Django. Pulp just above Django? Yeah. Okay, so let me write, let me read this out. Once upon a time, Kill Bill, Inglorious, Reservoir, Kill Bill Volume 1. Uh, so Kill Bill Volume 2 was number two, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Pulp Fiction, Django, Hateful Eight, and Jackie Brown. I want to see what the hell my... Yeah. Uh, list Cause was. just because I can't remember Jackie Brown at all, I can't even remember it. From the last time I watched it, I thought it was awesome. Yeah, I just, I just literally have no memory, yeah. so I don't want to put it anyway because yeah, I yeah, think but, you're but, right. Yeah, but uh, I can't I remember. It's the other movies are a fair few of the movies are a bit of a blur. So I'm keen, right. that's why I'm keen to get into. Yeah, you don't have death. Yeah, you're right. On death there. proof yeah. isn't on there. I yeah. must have done the whole layout for it yeah. on the anyway. Yeah. I thought so. Interesting. <laughs> okay. All right. That's a that's an interesting list. Yeah. That's a like I, I wouldn't have expected that run, but that's cool. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, damn man. Um, yeah, again, I <clears throat> I've got to. Uh, can you understand that writing? Yeah, yeah, I can. Cool. Uh, yeah, well, I haven't seen many of those movies in a long, long time. Mm. Um, so look, I'm gonna probably put. Uh, it's a hard list. Number one, I'm probably gonna go Django. Django. Yep. Wow, that's an interesting number one. Yeah. Um, then I'm probably gonna go. Your fingers are shaking like crazy. Yeah, and no, I haven't eaten all day. Uh, that's hectic. So I'm I'm losing. Um, so move uh, it along, Dan. This. I'm gonna get ready for work. <laughs> this is really hard. It's really hard because they're all pretty much ranked the same for me. Shit. All right. That's why I just threw a list out because it's gonna. Change. Yeah, it's gonna change. Yeah. All right. So I'm probably gonna put. Make number nine. Put number nine at the end. Okay, yeah, okay, okay. All right. So, D, so Django Unchained. I'll probably go. Uh, yeah. Once upon a time. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Inglorious. Yeah. Uh, Pre Reservoir. Yeah. Oh shit! I've got a hateful eight. Actually, can you do hateful eight as number two? Yep. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, I think that'll go better. Yeah. Um, and then we've got um, so Reservoir's in there. Mm-hmm. Oh, see, I can't remember Pulp Fiction. That's the hardest thing. Really? Yeah. I'll probably put it, I'll probably put it there because I know it's damn good. Um, Pulp. And yeah, Jackie got- Brown. And I'll probably put my Kill Bills last because... Really? It's to me, they're just uh, different movies than these other movies. But, and I, but I'm saying, I still enjoy them. It's, that's why it's so hard, man. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Which one? Kill Bill 1 or 2 first? No, go 2 first and keep it one. Yeah. 
That yeah. sucks. All right. Yeah. It's just so, hard. yeah, that's a hard one. Yeah. Uh, Django, number one. Hateful Eight, two. Once Upon a Time, three. Inglorious, four. Reservoir Dogs, five. Pulp Fiction, six. Jackie Brown, seven. Kill Bill, volume two. And then volume one, eight, and nine. Actually, switch Reservoir with Inglorious. Yep. You think you'll like it more? Yep. Inglorious had him. Res. I think it was a bit too long. In. All right. But again, amazing. Yeah. Number one for me, straight off the bat, Kill Bill Volume 1. Yeah, I, could, then, see this. I could see this for you. And yeah. then Kill Bill Volume 2. Yeah, I knew it. I actually think I that those it, movies almost fit perfectly as a one movie, but that's just mm-hmm. me. Um, number two is a toss-up between... It's hard because it's definitely between Inglorious and Pulp. Um, but I think just generally... For tension's sake, Inglorious. Um, number four would be Pulp. Um, I can imagine listeners listening to this now going, oh, why would you put that there? Oh, Everyone <laughs> have a different list. Yeah. Um, then number five, what are we on? I got, would be Res, Reservoir Dogs. Yeah. Number six would be uh, Django. I watched no. that recently. It's, it's so good, man. Once would be Jang would be number six. Number seven would be Django. This is is that because you read the script? Um, no, I, I like okay. Django more than Hateful Eight because it's just more like it's more of a story than just a room. Okay. And I think the room was done better with Reservoir Dogs. Okay, in my opinion, uh, H Eight, and then number nine, Jackie Brown, because. Yet again, Jackie Brown just feels like a weird one. The whole room thing. I just like how hateful like, everyone's in their own little spot. That's yeah. what I like about it. It's super interesting we're because we're it's all, just one spot. We're all in sense? such a different areas yeah. with with our with our list. Uh, so I really that's pretty cool. Yeah. All right. Uh I think we've we don't even need really final thoughts at the end of the day. I think we've pretty much given very much so a lot on it. Two we, thumbs up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. 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 Um yeah, so we've just reviewed and uh ordered up in a list all the Tarantino movies. Um uh but we just reviewed Reservoir Dogs. The most simplest movie, I think. The, the beginning. From the, the number yeah, one. Yeah. Uh you've been listening to Neon Radio. I'm Reese. And I'm Mr. Pink. We're gonna be okay. I'll take one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And you have a good week. Respect. Respect.